now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning. It's a new day. It's time to open our journals and turn to a blank page. And let's get this thing started, okay? Listen, let me tell you, proximity, okay? Proximity to, how about we proximity, we started off right. Uh, so, again, yet again, another day of take two. We got to figure out, in fact, I just had to make some serious adjustments, y'all. Serious adjustments, and we should be landing. Uh, now we should be landing. I'm like, I'll tell you, it was it was not cute. But I got a blank one. Well, no, I don't have a blank page. I got a page that's already got some words on it because I started writing down. Uh, and let me tell you, this conversation is going to be good because now I get to really figure out where we're going. I want to pick back up on yesterday's topic where we talked about proximity. We didn't really get through. Um, a lot of things came to mind. But we ended up having to talk about proximity as it related to our safety. There were a number of words that were on there. And I know you're thinking proxi- proximity. Let me tell you, honey. Proximity and safety. When we talk about how to get out of bed, we basically talk about how to get out of bed so that we can go and, and enjoy our day and the things, our goals, our purpose, find all of that stuff, right? Now, keep in mind, for those of you that will discover this podcast because a friend shared it, I shared it, you jumped in on a number of things, you dropped your phone, you dropped your phone, picked up your remote, watching it on, on um, the, your plate, your app, on your smart TVs and devices and so forth. Thank you. And hit that like button, subscribe, so you get notifications when we do go live. And, and man, some of y'all just got notifications like, wait, what happened? We had to start over, okay? Full transparency. Sometimes it happens. And I like to say that because I know there are those who may be experiencing a sense of FOMO right now. Like, I want a podcast. I can say those things too. And you're trying to figure out, well, where is the time for you to do that? Well, that's when you start keeping your calendar. Keep your calendar near, grab it, because we're going to help you try and figure that out. Some of you uh, got a journal. Get your journal and let's um, work through the journal and figure it out. How can you? How do you do all of this stuff? Because uh, I would gladly love to have some company, and I do love to share the content of others. I really do. I enjoy that. And so what I'm doing now while I'm talking to you guys, I am putting this. I'm sharing this out, and I think uh, you should be doing the same thing. You should be hitting those share buttons, those like buttons, and 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 all those other kind of things too. So on our list today is the word, I wrote down the word proximity. And in all that we do, in all that we're trying to accomplish, our proximity to who has what we need, who can teach us what we need, who can support what we need, who can validate who we are, what we need, because that's the thing. Don't even think like it's not. That's the thing. Uh, all of that comes with the pro- our proximity. And so yesterday, we wrote down on, yes, if I turn the page back, one day. Now, nah, we don't go back too far. Um, we got, we had to use yesterday because yesterday was Monday. And Monday is a mindful day. It's when we're reminded by all the things that went on over the weekend. And so while we wanted to talk about our proximity to various industries, our proximity to various associations, to mentors, events, conferences, we ended up talking about, honey, we ended up talking about our proximity to peace of mind, our proximity to uh, away away from things that expose us to to things that are unsafe, right? We talked about proximity in that level. We talked about safety. 
And so today, I really want to go back to that. I'm going to carry it over a, a second day. And we want to talk about that. We talked about proximity to things that give us not security, but false insecurities. And that's a lot of times what a lot of us are dealing with as I start a couple of watch parties there and bring everybody on. I'm going to jump over here and say hello to some other people. So much about what we do brings on a level of not insecurities, but false insecurities. So I want you to start thinking about your insecurities and really start asking yourself, how many of those are actually just false? You know, they're, they're real and they're real in the world and they're real in things that are going on. But a lot of times, if you can't get out of bed, you're probably dealing with it on an anxiety level, meaning it's not necessarily something that has happened to you. Hello to my Periscope peeps. I'm just pulling you guys up. Um, it's not necessarily something that has happened to you, but you have seen it happen to others who want to take on some of the tasks or the purposes or life, life decisions that you are getting ready. Maybe you're in a relationship. You're, you're afraid. You, you now it's time to take that relationship to the next level. Uh, maybe it's time to go ahead and get that logo and put that logo out there. You're like, uh, I've seen people. I can't tell you when I talk to people about creating buzz and generating buzz, they talk about how bitter people are, their friends. They don't want to, they don't want this on their timeline. Well, I don't want my friends to see this. I don't want, you know, what if I put this out there and people don't like it, honey, that's going to happen. <laughs> that's, that's human nature, right? That's the way the world flows. That's the way things go. And so one thing, the only thing that we can check at that point is your proximity to things like that that happen in, in the manner in which they happen and, the, and how it occurs and occurrences and those kinds of things. So already we talked about FOMO, that fear. You, you're missing out because you're afraid of you're afraid of trying. FOGO, fear of going out. I have a strong sense of FOGO going on right now because I haven't been on the scene. I haven't been around people in a minute. And now I'm like going back. And every time I go, and let me tell you, every time I go, I come back with a great sense of purpose because I get feedback. People who listen to how to get out of bed, people who watch the kitchen. I went somewhere, I went uh, to the Tasty event this weekend, and people were literally describing everything that I've cooked in the kitchen. And I'm like, I, I'm, I'm here to taste, not be tasted. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that feedback, so every time I push through, every time. You know, every time I push through, I end up getting positive feedback. And, and feedback, regardless, is like, even if, they, even if it's negative feedback, I'm like, but you still know of me, right? And know of what I do and know of the brand and all those kinds of things, you know? Um, I also wrote down mindful, and that's what this is really about. This is really about us being mindful. And I know that's a buzzword right now. You're seeing it on everything like mindful exercise, mindful eating, mindful this. Uh, because it's all about self-care and those kinds of things. And then also priorities. Like yesterday I went out and I really want this piece of technology because it's going to help me take this thing to the next, next level, right? And it's not the time for me to have it right now. So I was just doing a little bit of research. Now, I'm not that order online person yet. I am quickly becoming that order online person because the, I know the retail industry is like losing its mind right now. Because, I mean, my daughter and I walked through the mall yesterday. I think we were probably like two of ten that we saw. Um, but I went into two, maybe three stores, you know, and I'm thinking, because I researched online, and I'm like, well, it comes from these places. We have those stores. Let's just run to the neighborhood, and maybe I can converse with some salesperson enough to really understand if this is a product that I need. I, I came home empty-handed. 
I came home empty-handed, money to spend, and couldn't spend it. I came home literally empty-handed in one of the particular stores, and I tweeted both of the stores I went to. And the second one, they had the product. She had it in her hand. But never, I don't know that it ever made it into my hand. I think I probably touched it, like held on to it like once, right? But she was so doubtful in selling me this thing because her job, even though they have these the, the gadgets, her job was not necessarily to sell me that. that. That's not, you know, we don't mind you walking out here spending $70 on that. My job is to try to get you to spend a $70 to $100 a month for that. And I'm like, well, that's not going to happen. That's clearly not going to happen because the only reason I want this is because I know a way not to have to spend that. But you're going to hold hold up my day because you're trying to figure out, you're trying to find your, your way in to convince me that I need to, that what I need to use that for is worth $70 to $100 a month. I'm telling you, that's not going to happen. So, lo and behold, you know, if I if she couldn't get me to buy that other thing, it was it, it benefited her not. It benefited her not on giving me that product. So, um, she, the words actually came out of her mouth is I can find that, I can find that's what that does. I can go get that cheaper anywhere else. Like, if you're not going to buy what I'm supposed to sell you, then you really don't need this. You can, what you're trying to do, you can do that. And I'm like, wow, I, that's the state of our, that's the state of commerce today. <laughs> that's the state of commerce. How many of you have, have tried to go and buy things? And I'm like, this is just so not convenient, you know? And I'm like, but I saw it online. I saw that you have one online. She's like, yeah, well, we always, we don't, we don't carry that one in stock. It's online, you know? And it's probably, in, in understanding business the way I do, it's online at that price point because it doesn't involve them having to hire anybody. You know, the robot can go to the slot, get it, drop it in the bag, drop it in the thing. It goes on the truck. All that stuff happens without them having to hire somebody to do it. That's, ro that's robotic. And I'm, I'm trying to get that kind of convenience out of somebody that they need to pay that you can't even get that person to that level of truly servicing my need. So I was not by So literally, again, like I said, I came home empty-handed because the proximity to it, even though I, the proximity was there, it, it just didn't work out. So I'm going to um, go back and look at some things online. I was trying to get... Um, Trying to, I was trying to get to get a hot spot because I want to do some things out and about away from the kitchen, away from home, and uh, and I need for the way that all this content, great content that I'm able to produce at home, I want to produce that out and about. And when you're out and about, you can't deliver that same thing, which is why a lot of people don't want to come to this stuff because now you know everybody wants a piece of content. Everybody wants a piece of content, and if you're doing something that people can't get a piece of content, people are making decisions like that. They're not coming to your, your restaurant not having their Wi-Fi. Most restaurants are blocking it because they want you to come in, eat, and get the heck on, right? They're trying to turn tables. They don't want you taking pictures of the food and all that kind of stuff and, and sit there reading your phone when somebody else can be sitting there, you know, and all those kind of things. Proximity. Okay. So today we wanted to dial back from, we talked about safety, uh, priorities, industry uh, and i'm gonna go you're gonna hear me turn it back for these pages so open your make sure you have your journal open and write down some of these things peace of mind exposed fossil insecurities uh really try and listen to yesterday's podcast because that whole thing about us being exposed a lot of people aren't living their best or their blessed life because they're so worried about things being exposed if you've got something that that, that might have might be exposed in you doing these things, then you're just not ready. I, I don't know what to tell you on that. 
We we decided that there is a spectrum and a rim. I know that sounds like Game of Thrones, but we're on a spectrum. And so when we talk about our proximity, um, even though I'm on here and I'm having a conversation about the things that I have a wealth of knowledge in, there are things, there are others that I have to go to for mentoring. There are others, like when I talk about I needed that piece of technology because I've gone into a group where people are, are more knowledgeable in a subject than I am. And I'm like, well, I need to catch up to that. So let me go. Let me maintain a level of proximity to these people because they are they are out there testing this stuff. And they don't while they don't do what I do, they're, they're testing these things for what I do. And they're letting us know. Just like, you know, I'm talking about how to get out of bed. And you're like, well, I got to roll out of bed every day. Let me listen and figure out maybe there's something that I can use for my for my um, foresight. Um, make sure, let me tell you, when people ask me how to do something, one of the first questions I ask them is, what associations are they in? Uh, if you're trying to do something on a professional level, there are professional associations. You're, you're networking and, and all those kinds of things. Basically, mainly because the flow of information comes through different peer groups and professional groups, okay? Uh, it doesn't just fall out of the sky. It's not all online, even though, yes, when people figure out something, they do go and put it online. Um, you can go into, you can be online, but you got to be a part of different groups. Like, I know I don't like some of the groups either because sometimes they get stagnant. However, most of the groups group think, group thought, uh, think tanks and all those kinds of things, a lot of information flows through them. And it can save you. We're talking about you maintain these levels of proximity so that it can save you. Like yesterday, I didn't have to spend a week doing that research. You know, I went into the group. I'm like, okay, everybody's using this or that. And I was out this weekend. And while I was out this weekend going to the events, I'm like, okay, well, what are they what are they using to maintain level of connection? Because some venues, while some venues are awesome at providing, you know, their customers with conveniences of Wi-Fi and all of that, I noticed some of the vendors uh, had an extra layer layer because you know they're like they don't want to lose them. There was one, there was one one. I was at the taste event, and there was one vendor. You know how you run around. Everybody's got long lines. You like you're starving. You want? I want to try something. I don't want to stand in the line. Then I, then I found this one booth, and I was like, "Oh, that looks good." But they, I was like, "They don't have a line. Come on!" And then we get up there, and they were like, "Cash only." I was like, "Oh, no wonder they don't have a line. They're not offering any kind of convenience. Cash only." Now, mind you, yes, there was ATM machines around. But, like, who wants to use an ATM machine in a highly public event like that, right? And then who wants to pay a fee? Who wants to pay a fee? And it's like, wait, you're, you're cash only because you're trying to avoid a card processing fee. Or you just want to take on. It's like, who, how did you even decide you coming to the cash only? I'm like, who does that? It's 2019. Even if you don't want to process, like, you, you, there's so many apps out there. Even if you don't want to use the popular ones, there's so many out there that you can do to offer people a convenience. People are looking for right now, we're in a society, a full-on whole of society 
global whole society that the number one selling tool right now is convenience, y'all. Hey, Jason is listening in over there. We're 15, about 14 minutes into this, about right at 15. Let me tell y'all, convenience is driving our economy. We have talked about this convenience thing for probably five, if not more years, right? Uh, I'm, try, I'm trying to even think, hell, I wrote a book on it. Let me think how we how we phrased it. We we talked about your three levels. I had to go back and dig deep, way down deep, and find this conversation. Um, when we were doing twenty seven answers, and I think probably maybe two years ago, we uh, it might it had to be more than that. We talked about your customers. You have three levels of customers, and I talked about it when I first when I first published uh, when I first went from blog to book. I published. I took. 27 articles from my blog, um, which were learning, um, which were how-to blog posts, right? I took 27 of those, and I made them into a digital download because people who wanted that information were saying to me that they wanted a, a level of convenience. They didn't want to have to go to the blog because these are people, they're not, they're not blog readers. You know, they're not on, they weren't online at the time, right? And they wanted it at a convenience and if I would make the, this information available in a digital download. And so that's how I came, how I went from transition from a blogger to an author. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll create this digital product. Then there were those because they wanted it at a convenience. So then I started putting out uh, all these additional convenience products. But then I had, well, I had that online reader who wanted it for free. You know, they want it on your blog. They want all this information. They'll, they'll go from you to the next, to the next, to the next, piecing all this thing together to keep from paying, right? But then I had those. They wanted. They were like, I want to buy it. I, I, want, I want it at a convenience. People who want things at a convenience, they pay for that convenience, right? Then you had this next customer. They were like, well, I like the digital, but I'd really love to have it in a print. Let me know when you have it. I kept running into that customer. Let me know when you publish it. Let me know when it's a book because I want to support you. I want to, uh, the dog must sound something to bark at. I want to buy it. I want a signed copy. I want this. I want that. As I get up and close the door, I want this. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's a premium customer? I have, you mean I have a premium customer out there? Because they want it at a premium. At, and they didn't mind paying a price above the convenience price a price above the free price, okay? And that's when I really began to respect the level of convenience. And that's where we have been. People who are, um, I mean, I, I now can't, I can't fathom going to the grocery store, right? Because I've had, an, I've had issues in the grocery store because I'm oftentimes live and I want to stream and that caused problems and this, that, and the other, right? So now, uh, we order most of our groceries. I mean, literally, I went to the store yesterday, and they were closed. <laughs> they had the door locked, right? I, I wanted a bag of lemons. I roll up at 8 o'clock. They close at 8 o'clock. Now, they don't care. They could, spend, they could get more money. They were like, we're closed. I'm like, I just want a bag of lemons. So I run in through the um, exit door, like, just all bold. This is why I don't need to be in public, right? I don't need to be in the proximity of rules. I can't live... I can't live the me life and the me, my life, me life, the me life 
in the proximity of rule, of rules and regulations, so I have to live another lifestyle. So I, the girl, she was sitting there ringing up somebody who had a buggy full. Of, I'm like, I just want to, I just want a bag of lemons. I'm just, she's like, okay, just want, grab a bag, and come on, because clearly I'm, I'm in the store now. You gonna like put me out? You gonna put me out? What's that? What's that movie? You gonna put me out? It's a movie that that's a line. Wait, you gonna put me out? <laughs> What movie? Now that's gonna be in my head. Somebody tell me what movie is that? So you gonna put me out? So <laughs> I go. She's ringing up, and then I run back. So she says, "Okay, go ahead." So I run back there, and I'm gonna switch over here and catch you guys on another platform. I run back there and grab my bag of lemons. On my way back there to get bag of lemons, I see another lady with a buggy full. I'm like, "Oh, she gonna be real upset when that lady come around the corner." Because, you know, they were given the, you know, make your final selections and come on and close it out and all that kind of stuff. So then I come back with my bag of lemons trying to be, you know, truthful and honest. You know, transparent. I'm like, let me get my lemons and get up out of here. But I'm like, I have proximity to convenience. It's like, okay. And I don't know why they close at 8 o'clock because what, what they need to know is the data and what's going on in our community. It's most people... Uh, work outside the community. Most people work outside the community. What I am watching for is there are a number of uh, new businesses and new restaurants and things. There's one restaurant coming uh, to the neighborhood. It is particularly, it has a lunchtime demand. And I'm like, for the most part, for what I know, is that most people, when I, when I poll my neighborhood groups, uh, how long is your commute? Most people are still talking about they work outside the neighborhood. So I'm like, something's going on. For us to now have a demand for a lunch, a restaurant that focuses on a lunchtime crowd, there must be some uh, jobs or, or some kind of industries coming in because that particular restaurant, they don't have small, they don't, I mean, I know what they garner at a lunchtime, right? Because everywhere, they're, they're located in particular areas that serve lunchtime industries, industries that have a huge lunch. So I'm like, wait a minute, what's coming to the neighborhood that we're now getting one of those establishments because I know what they offer and what they make, generate income, income-wise, revenue-wise. I know what they generate at lunchtime. They don't have a dinner crowd, all right? They do lunch. They open because they spend all morning prepping for lunch and then they spend all evening cleaning it up. I have observed I have observed this establishment in other areas and I know that in order for them to open an establishment in an area you have to have a lunchtime demand. And my daughter and I keep noticing we like man it's just a lot of traffic in the afternoon. Well, mind you, there there are a couple of um, warehouses because we're now in this convenience community in the in convenience economy our neighborhood had um, some land some undeveloped, a lot of undeveloped land. That land has now been developed into these huge warehouses, and and warehousing is different now. It's, it's huge distribution centers. We got you know your Amazon warehouses, fulfillment centers rather, um, and and shipping and all of those things. And because they because these companies are realizing that you want your items so fast that they need to have fulfillment centers in proximity to where people are mostly buying and so i'm looking at that level of convenience coming in and, and most people when they are when they are looking to settle down and they're looking they're relocating like right now the summertime is, is when a lot of people 
are relocating. The kids, as soon as the kids are out of school, they'll go and relocate. And we get this influx every summer. We get this influx, and some settle and some, you know, keep keep it moving. Um, because one, we don't have the convenience of trans a lot of the different transportation options in our area, and people vote them down every time, rightfully so. Uh, so you know, you got to be at a certain place, uh, living outside of certain public conveniences. And some people want to be don't want to be in proximity. Some do want to be in proximity of public conveniences, and some don't. And so it's an area that offers that kind of that kind of option again proximity what i'm trying to get you to understand is proximity it, it should come it should be it should come up several times in the things that you are doing it should come up several times in the things you are thinking about doing the things you have done um yesterday we did an exercise where throughout the day just being mindful of our proximity and my daughter was like why do you keep saying that i'm like because i'm trying to be mindful of of our proximity I'm, I'm being mindful of things that make me feel safe I'm being mindful of things that that are my environment that my environment is conducive to me being safe, to me being productive, to me earning an income, to me paying my bills, our bills. Uh, you now want to run out and get something to eat. We got to be proximity to the convenience. I said, look at us. We're sitting here trying to figure out. Look how many options we have to, to think about and, and what we want to eat. Right. We were sitting there. I said, and she clearly went clearly down the list. Oh, I think I want this. I want that. Do I want this or do I want that, right? Because we have lived in communities where we weren't, we weren't in proximity to safety. We weren't in proximity. In fact, a lot of people are talking about, you know, moving here and buying here and waiting for the development and the gentrification and all those kinds of things, you know. And I'm like, well, I, I couldn't stay in, in the old neighborhood because I was raising kids. And I needed to not be in proximity. While I know, yeah, one day, you know, we black people in that future, that Afrofuturism, of one day, you know, we're going to have things just as nice. One day, our community is going to come back, and one day, this, that, and the other. Well, I, there are those that can make that investment. I, at the time, I had to come out of it. It had become too much of a risk for me because I was rearing young minds. I need, I need to not have to go to the school every day and fight for them to be educated. I need, I need safety. Oh, my God, I need safety. You know, all of those, all those different things. So I... I commend the foot soldiers. I could only fight the war for 20 years. This last 20 years that I've had, and the 40 years of, of, of all of this stuff, honey, let me tell you, this last, this last 12, 15 maybe, has been awesome and amazing, right? And now that I have taken care of the proximity of those priorities, because of the proximity to my priorities, now that I've taken all that, yeah, I can take a little bit more. I can take a little bit more risk on. I can go and do some of those things that I've always wanted to do, right? But the risk was too great. The risk was too great. The proximity to the risk was was too great. So now I can now I can think about those things again. Like even now, it's like coming on and like doing all this, you know, multi broadcasting. Even though I it, I still sound disrupted or in, interrupted at times. Is because of my proximity to still some priorities, right? But life has afforded me the opportunity to come on and spend a good 30, 45 minutes talking with you, sharing with others about how my process is, how to get out of bed. Because people want to know, well, you know, like when I leave here, I'm probably going to go over to the museum. You know, it's Tuesday. It's my chill day. I'm probably going to go check out the new exhibit. You know, and they're probably like, man, where's she been? You know, being in proximity to, being in proximity to a blog, hey, artist, 
being in proximity to a blogger in the community, you know, there are a lot of people that have benefited um, from me being in proximity to this community. You know, I want to go out and I want to go. I got a, I got a lake to my. I got go. I can go across the street to the park that has a pond. If I want a bigger water, I can go over to the lake. I got a, a state park. You know, I live in proximity to a state park. You know, I live in proximity to another state. If I want to get the heck up out of Georgia. I can go 30 minutes and be in an entirely different state. And I know people are like, well, I mean, I thought Atlanta was landlocked. You know, yeah, we're landlocked, but man, we got a lake life out of this world. You have come through this city and nobody has ever taken you to a lake, you know, because your proximity to family and friends, if you have come to Atlanta on a visit and visit friends and family or co-workers or uh, cohorts or com comrades, whatever, if you've been in Atlanta, even on a layover, and nobody said, hey, you want to go to the lake? Uh, you want to go check out the state park? Uh, you want to go check out something live? And no, if you came here and you didn't go to something live, because there are stages in every community, every neighborhood that has something live. And you know what? My neighborhood used to have that. Oh, I need to talk with a friend because I used to have a really good uh, friend. I still have one. I, gotta, I just got to reconnect. And she was trying to bring theater to the neighborhood. So I got to figure out. But um, I went to a jazz festival. Seven miles away. I literally put in my GPS and was like, oh, let me take this long ride down. It was like seven miles. I was like, what? Because this is Atlanta. In Atlanta, we're so used to driving 50 miles to, to enjoy ourselves, right? I'm like, seven miles? I thought that thing was a long way away. Nope. Honey. And then everybody's now talking about Wednesday. Wind down. Getting ready to start. Cinco de Mayo. We're recording this a couple of days prior before Cinco de Mayo. Everybody's excited about that. Proximity proximity if you are having to make a decision make a list what what is the proximity what proximity do you need when somebody says hey how can i support you what do you need what what, what are you trying to accomplish what do you where do you hope to be what do you see yourself in in five years you know what's the what's your proximity to all of that to all of that how i how i got to where i am because that's probably why you're listening is i made sure i had proximity to the right associations uh, people want to know, well, how did you become a household name? Associations. Joining those associations, when I first started out, every February, I would sit down and I would go through the different memberships and things like that that were available in my in my area, right? In my city, my state, my region, globally, right? And I would make sure that I had memberships in the right associations because nothing comes about without some type of influence, Right? I mean, we're human nature in the realm where you are on the spectrum. I don't care how hard it, you can work very hard. You got to get in these associations. You got to be associated in some way, uh, shape, or form. Especially if you're trying to make strides in a particular industry. If you wanna, if you wanna have some success in a particular industry, and you're nowhere near in proximity of that industry, and you're you, I mean, like really, like. You're, you live in, in Seattle, but your industry is thriving on the East Coast. That, and you're, you don't, you're saying you never want to go to the East Coast. Like, you know, I may need to go to the West Coast. You know, I mean, it's like we, we entered that realm about eight years ago. Um, hell, longer than eight years ago when George Bush was president, um, we... A lot of states were going bankrupt. Not only were people going bankrupt and losing it all, 
but a lot of states. And so there was this initiative where states were trying not to states were trying not to lose the. I mean, look at look at some of the issues that are going on around the country that are state specific, right? And so the, based on the data that was coming out, it was like the country in and of itself was concerned that people were going to that we were going to start to see these mass migrations and relocations and things like that. Yeah, a lot of people were coming to Atlanta and, the, and Georgia, but, you know, the jobs weren't here. People, but, see, we were approaching this work-from-home, work-from-anywhere realm. That was becoming a reality, right? And so what people did was, okay, you work for a company in, in California or New York, you live in Georgia, and guess what? By living in Georgia, you get to live on... 20% of your income instead of 100% or 90% of your income and have to have additional income. Well, people in Georgia were living on having to have additional income to maintain the level in the state. People, and this is the issue that they're, they're dealing with right now when they fight gentrification. You got somebody who works for a company in New York living on a salary in New York, but because they don't have to report to a, a workplace every day, they can now live in Georgia fly up there and go to a couple of meetings and come back as long as they're getting their work done. That whole work from anywhere. When George Bush was president, there was also the concern of a number of people who were relocating outside the country because of that. It's work from anywhere, people. It's work from anywhere. And those who were not willing to relocate or to be in in the right proximity to what they needed, hell, that's why a lot of the jobs were then out. So, like, you, you won't let people work from home but you will take the job overseas. And, and you don't have the way with all of the mentality or the concern for the economy, the national economy to try and keep that job here uh, because you could have taken it to a rural area and educated those people. No, they couldn't because guess what? They didn't have the tech, the infrastructure wasn't there. We had to wait a whole nother eight years, a whole nother damn decade for them to put the infrastructure in some of these rural areas so that we could bring some of these things back in so that these companies could compete on those levels, right? And that's some of the things that's going on because I live in proximity to some of those rural areas. And and I'm looking around and all these developments are coming because guess what? Bringing those jobs back, they're bringing them them back. They're finally able to bring them to rural areas, right? Living outside outside of the metro. Um, so again, proximity, uh, industry, uh, events and conferences. I'm going to go ahead and end on that as we are good. We're right at about a little bit over 30. Um, try to stop at about 45. Let me tell you, you are right now trying to decide on, um, your proximity to conferences. And that's, that's just what we do for the summer. If you're trying to achieve any kind of goal, you are probably looking at going to, a conference. I, you know, I'm con- I'm about one hour. Con- I'm, I'm I usually try to pick one, and maybe two. I I normally will try to participate in one as a as a speaker and so forth. So I'm looking at those options. Um, so I have a couple of pitches out there. I'm like waiting to hear back. You know how they do, and that will go on literally up until the beginning of fall. From now all through the summer and fall. You're looking at conferences, you're looking at boot camps, you're looking at expos and all of that. And, and it's kind of hard for me to do travel with that because I, I, I cover a lot of this stuff in blogging. 
And so that calendar, I'm staring at that calendar like, whoa, here we come. All the different festivals and things like that and so forth. Um, so you're looking at, you're trying to figure out which ones you need to go to. Um, sometimes it's good. I know for me, like I have a particular industry, like, okay, blogging and entertainment and content, that's my industry, right? And and I have to pick one of those to go to just to get that, that the continued education, that, advan- that advanced skills and, you know, just kind of keep up with the jargon and the technology and all those kinds of things. I have to keep my eye on that in the peripheral, but at the same time, my particular industry is now permeating and taking over uh, all everything else, right? So on the revenue side, on generating income, it's good that I look at some of the industries where this thing is new, right? If I, I can go to a blogger conference, but you know, everybody's there is doing what I do, right? So that's me amongst my peers. And, you know, there's learning available. There's learning that happens with your peers because you get to talk about what works and what doesn't work. But at the same time, there, there's, there's opportunity. Uh-oh, that word is not on the page. Let me write that down. Opportunity. That's a great one to end on right there. You're trying to decide on your proximity. Proximity to opportunity. At the beginning of the day, notice I didn't say at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, the first thing that we need to assess is the opportunity. New and continued opportunity. Your proximity to new and continued opportunity. When you are deciding on on those things that you're going to invest your money in, buying those tickets, right? And I tell you all the time, if you can afford the ticket, you probably can go ahead and afford the upgrade um, to, be in, to, to the next level. And I know for me, like, uh, I got I got a couple of invites out there. People are like, well, can you come to this? Can you come to this? And I'm like, well, can I sponsor that? Right? Because there's a difference in you can go and be in the room and network, or you can put your brand on the room. Okay? And if you go and you network, then a couple of people leave with your information. If you brand, if you sponsor, go look at that sponsor level, right? Because a lot of times... The sponsor levels are just a, just a cut above and includes the tickets. You know, getting a table in the expo or, or buying a table at the luncheon. You know, half the time, like, I'll just go and try to get a table at the luncheon. And then that, then and, and, and use that for networking. Bring, get some people that, are you going to the luncheon? No, I was thinking about, come on, I got a ticket for you. You know, go and invite. When I went to, I made an investment in 2012, y'all. And to go to a particular conference, and instead of going to all the different sessions, I just bought I bought the ticket to the expo, and I networked the expo, and I and I, I had a list of the five people I needed to meet, right? And you know what I did? I bought. The I forgot. Sorry, I forgot to put my D and D on. Somebody still ringing my phone. Hold on, let me D and D that. I bought them. I bought them dinner. I bought them lunch. Okay. I'm telling you, you there's a way, there is a way to get this stuff done, and it's about your, it's about the proximity. It's about the proximity. When you're thinking about how to get out of bed, think about your proximity, okay? And don't let the distance or the variance in your proximity to these things keep you in bed, because that's probably what it is. The proximity to meeting those, those deadlines, those bills. 
proximity to going to those those that FOMO, go, fear fear of missing out. Uh, I've got down here mindful priorities. You know, go ahead and get your priorities out the way, cause a lot of a lot of opportunities will wait. A lot of opportunities will wait. Um, convenience. Talk about we talked about convenience on this thing. So when you're when you're making those decisions and these conferences and things like that, and I was talking, I don't know if I finished that, but um, instead of buying like a full access, this is what I did. They had like full. First of all, it was like thousands of dollars to go to this thing, and it was it, this was a make or break conference. It's like you go to this conference and you will know whether or not this is your industry or this is the thing that you're supposed to be doing. And we sat down as a family because I'm like, oh, this is what I want my life's journey to be. Um, and we we decided, okay, as a family, this is what be the priority to get you to this thing. So we can stop hearing about this is what you want to do. And when you come back, you need to be fully ready to do it. So I knew where I was going there. And I knew the investment and the risk that we had taken as a family for me to go. So I had a lot riding on it, right? And as I was looking over, you know, the packages that they had available, you know, the all access this, the all access that, I decided, listen, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this a little bit differently. I'm not going to get the full access to, to all of this. I'm going to go to, I'm going to take this portion and then I'm going to take that money and I'm going to be buying drinks. I'm going to buy dinner, I'm going to buy breakfast, lunches, I'm going to take take some people on some tours, this, all that. I'm going to really get really invest in the networking part of it and establishing the relationships that I needed beyond this two, three days that we're going to spend here. And it was a beautiful time because it was in New York. I was standing in Times Square and all of that, you know, and I met some amazing people. But, but the relationships that I established in 2012 at that conference, I still have those relationships to this day. Those people are still my mentors to this day. Those sitting down and talking with them instead of just getting their sound bites when they were on this or that panel. I'm like, can I buy you dinner? Can I buy you lunch? Everybody that has truly poured into me, it started right there. If when I ask people, how do I know you? Oh, you bought I one it was a lady who came up to me one time. I was at an event and she said, man, she said long time ago you came to an event and I was sitting there all along and you were like, wait, that's not, that's not, that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. You introduced me to somebody. Then you bought us around the drinks, you know, and you just made sure that we had the best time. Feedback, y'all. It's in your feedback. It's, it's in your feedback that you're doing. And I'm telling you, I still can't remember this because it is something that I do all the time. So she's telling me about one of my habits that I have. When I go places, when I meet people, when I do things, I'm just that per I'm just that person getting to know people, right? And a lot of times when I go in places, I'm very quiet, I'm very reserved. I'm, I'm sometimes I'm I'm loud, I'm outgoing as well, but I I just, I just know what I need. I know what when I go somewhere or I do something, I I have an outcome in mind. And I think too many of us we just don't have that. We don't have an outcome in mind. You don't have, you probably woke up this morning and don't, didn't think nothing. You just went about your routine. But at the end of the day, what do you want out of this? When I get out of this bed, I'm going to go finish up this lemonade video. I, I was four o'clock this morning, um, got home. I'm like, you know, I really want to try this gadget. I was in there making lemonade, right? Because I have, I, I, I have an outcome in mind. Because I am in proximity to so many opportunities right now. So many opportunities.
but before between you and opportunity is all this preparation, is priority, is FOMO, is is mindfulness, is priorities, is convenience. It turning back over is safety between you and opportunity. When we talk about proximity, as we wrap this thing up in two minutes, it's you between you and opportunity. The proximity between you and opportunity is safety, associations, industries, mentors, events, conferences, false insecurities. We're gonna stop saying insecurity. False insecurities, um, peace of mind, exposed, being exposed uh, on the spectrum and the realm. All of that is between you and opportunities. Have an outcome in mind. Yes, thanks for typing that in. Have an outcome in mind. Most people don't. You can't achieve it if you don't see it. You got to know what it is. You know, and there are those out there, you know, they're, they're, they're fly by night, go with the flow. That's all fine in a season. That's cool in a season. You might have a season of that. Right? But that's, but that's not every day. It's not all the time. You know, like this is my Tuesday. Today might be my go with the flow. It's my get on the, get on the couch, Game of Thrones binge playing in the background. But on my phone, I'm editing this video. This another another lemonade video. Yes, another one. Cause I done changed up the recipe again. I found the most amazing gadget. I love lemon zest in it, but I'm like, shoot, trying to zest that lemon. I'm like, this ain't the business. Let me go. There's got to be another gadget. And I went and I researched and I found this new gadget. And I'm getting ready to go taste this lemonade. And if it's off the chain, I'm like, whoa, this is. It's gonna either be a make a break. It's gonna be a buzzer or bash it. Right? That's a whole nother I got a whole day of content at the end of, at the end of the day. The proximity, I'm trying to get closer, close I'm trying to get closer to the opportunities. We all wake up with opportunities. We walk around each and every day with opportunities, y'all. All right. So on that note, thirty-nine seconds over. I'm turning the page and we're gonna wrap this up. All that writing in two days of conversation talking about opportunity. The last word on the page, and we talk about proximity. The last word on the page is opportunity. What's between? That's your exercise today. And you should be able, let me tell you, if you can't take a pen to paper, and I'm not talking about on your phone, I don't, I don't okay, care how you do. I want you to put it on a piece of paper so that you can visualize it, so that you can commit it to your brain, to your thoughts, right? To your actions, because it's all about your actions, okay? Between you and opportunity, I want you to know what's really truly between you and opportunity. The, opp the opportunity, you guys, what opportunity? The opportunity that you want. The opportunity, this thing that keeps playing in your mind. You just keep seeing yourself doing this, that, or the other. You keep seeing yourself living daily. You see yourself already listening to this podcast Tomorrow, the opportunity to come back in and catch the next day's podcast. Because this one was so good. What on work on earth we're going to talk about tomorrow, right? And don't forget today, guys, if you swipe over to any of the profiles, you're going to see a second podcast today. I'm, I will be on. Um, we are just a week away from, from seeing uh, First Lady Forever Floaters, Michelle Obama, arrival in Atlanta. Um, that happens on May the 11th. So today... We're doing a recap. We started a podcast. Um, we podcast each Tuesday leading up to this date with Michelle Obama. 
And uh, so that's today. We'll be recording that live, and it'll, of course, land everywhere just like this one. So please check that out uh, on some of wherever you hear this one, you will catch that one. And I'm really excited about that. Um, that's again another opportunity, but that's something that you know, just seeing, just see a, see a little bit more for yourself, right? Just see a little bit more. Make it, make it a little bit more grander. Make it a little bit more enjoyable. What was that? What was that? There was a word that we um, had on there. I gotta find it. You know, see, see just a little bit more. All right, all right. On that note, y'all, we're gonna get ready to get out of here. I thank you guys so much for listening, letting me talk through how I get out of bed and sharing it with you. I just need you to do one more thing for me, and that is be prepared to catch this again. If you didn't find your antidote for daily living and living daily today, go back through where you're listening. You're going to see others. You can check those out. There's always great conversations. Again, it's like first thoughts of the day, frog in the throat, one eye open. A blank, we start with a blank page in our journal as well as in our calendar. And uh, we spent two days talking about proximity because yesterday come Monday, we had to talk a whole lot about our safety. Uh, so that we can go about our days and, and living up to um, what our, what it is that we are supposed to be doing. Please, today for your exercise, what's your proximity to your next opportunity? One last thing to do for me, and that is... Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.